0: Welcome to All About The Sisters Wellness Podcast, where we help you reclaim your overall health and wellness. Get informed, take action, and be better at being well. I'm Melanie Painter, founder of All About The Sisters, and your host. We know physical activity of any kind is essential for overall good health and aids in the prevention and reduction of many diseases. At the end of June, the CDC provided the most recent national data for 2017 to 2018, on obesity and severe obesity prevalence among adults by sex, age, race, and Hispanic origin. Non-Hispanic Blacks had the highest age-adjusted prevalence of obesity, a whopping 49.6%. Statistics such as these become even more alarming when considering the many health risks that are most commonly associated with obesity. Obesity in the African-American community has been a growing concern in recent decades and can be attributed to a multitude of societal elements. Factors such as inequities in stable and affordable housing, income and access to quality education, among other things. And this pandemic has definitely brought our health into focus. The one thing that is true is that we may not be able to control societal ills, but the one thing we do have is the ability to move. We can move our bodies inside our tiny apartments or we can access the parks around us to get a run bike ride or workout. I see some of you out there getting your exercise in every morning. I see you walking in the park some evenings or riding your bike, tackling them hills. I see you getting down to Kukuwa mood boost in 15 minutes. Shout out to those African ladies on YouTube. But most of us are still missing the point. We are still taking our bodies and health for granted. And we all probably messed up during COVID-19. I've been an active person most of my life, but I found myself in the last few years being lazy about movement. It's been a real struggle. Uh, I blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. Mm, Stop it. No, I don't even drink. For the first three months of this pandemic, I sat on my laurels and I ate heartily until one day I noticed a huge bulge below my stomach. Apparently, my fibroid had grown three times the size it was before COVID, in just three short months without movement, according to my doctor. I was terrified. I still am. Because if I have to have surgery, this will make it the second one for fibroid removal. I'm not really looking forward to that. Lack of movement was one of the major reasons he gave for my multiple issues up until July. COVID-19 has put my health into focus, as it probably has for a lot of you out there. In the last month, I got my butt off the couch, and I feel so much better. I have a new revelation: that positivity and self-care are synonymous. And I now incorporate things that I enjoy to achieve both and to ensure that I move every day. For this reason, I wanted to talk to Joycelyn Francis of Joyfit World. <music> Our guest today is Joycelyn Francis, known by her friends and family as Joy. She's a NASM certified fitness coach with over four years experience. She hails from the beautiful Twin Island of Trinidad and Tobago. As a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, she has used fitness as a tool to overcome mental and emotional trauma. She is passionate about helping to empower women on their healing journey using fitness. Changing the world one feeling at a time, with one movement at a time. So, welcome, Joy, to the All About the Sisters Wellness Podcast. It's been long in coming. We are happy to have you. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Today is a wonderful day. It's Monday. Mondays are like the best days of the week. And why is that? I just like Mondays. I like every day of the week. I just, I think I like Mondays more because people don't like Mondays. <laughs> Most people don't like Mondays. Mm. So
0: yeah, yeah, I like Mondays too. I think Mondays are awesome. The start of a new week, or start of a new me. Mhm. So, all right. So, if, apart from being a being a personal trainer, you're also a very influential person. All it takes is one scroll through your Joyfit World Instagram profile or your website, and I can see that you inspire people and that you motivate them to do better. When did you start your journey and was it difficult to get where you are today?
1: When did I start my journey and was it difficult to get here? Ah uh, wow. Well I'll answer the last question first. Yes, it was difficult. <laughs> I started my fitness journey years ago and I say that with, you know, a pinch of soul because I used movement for me. It wasn't about teaching anybody else how to do it. It was about me healing from past trauma, childhood sexual abuse, PTSD, anxiety, uh, depression over the years and all these different things. So that's where it started, like I needed it. Um, I came from a movement type background where I, I played sports, I played basketball, and I always felt good. It just always had a smile on my face from just keeping my movement going. And when I moved to the U.S. over, wow, 15 years ago, um, I I started to use movement as my go-to when I was suffering from, you know, missing home, missing my family, being in a whole new country, being a new mom, a new wife. And that's what helped me to get through the, you know, the times of really dark moments, suicidal thoughts and all these different things, dark, dark depression. And... The reason I say yes, it was difficult because I had to go through all of that mess. I had to clean up some of my past. I had to take my mess and walk with my mess and run with my mess until I got to a place where I was able to carry my mess without crying every time I talk about it, without you know going, you know feeling sorry for myself or, or all these different things that come with having childhood trauma. So it was difficult. Would I do it again? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Even through the bad, you know, out came a good, and it's good to know that you will do it again. So you use movement to heal your mental health issues.
1: Yes. I know
0: it's very difficult to stay motivated all the time, and we all have our bad moments once in a while, but I rarely ever see it in you. How do you maintain the positive side the majority of the time? Is it the movement that gives you this positivity? What is it? What's
1: secret uh, but <laughs> <force>? <laughs> My secret sauce. My secret sauce. I mean, besides the movement, I just have this outlook on life. And the reason, sometimes I say the reason that I have that outlook is because I grew up dirt poor. I was telling a friend over the weekend, hey, I grew up dirt poor. And when they asked me, what does dirt poor mean? I said, we literally ate dirt sometimes. And they were like, what? You ate dirt? Yeah dirt poor. It wasn't, not even a joke. We did. days when we were really, really hungry. um, That happened. It was a little bit. It wasn't too much, but um, you know, staying motivated for me, it's movement. Everything in my life surrounds my movement because my movement is what keeps me sane. It is what going to give me a hundred percent. It's going to help me firing on all cylinders. My mind is going to be on a hundred percent. So for me, it's easy to stay motivated. I do have my days when I f- don't feel like doing it, but I've learned to take and tackle that ne- negative Nancy and say, yo, not today. Uh-uh, you're not winning because it's a constant fight and it's a constant battle. And you have to choose, hey, do I want to win today or do I want to lose? And I'm very competitive. So <laughs> I'm looking to win. So, you know, most of the times it's like, all right, Joy, you're going to get up. Even if I do one mile run, I still did more than the negative Nancy would have, you know, if she had won, <laughs> I wouldn't have done anything. But zero. Right? I still got one in, like at least a 10, 15 minute walk. So that's what it is for me. I think, you know, when people say motivation or staying motivated is hard, it's because they don't have a deeper why. And we probably hear this all the time, a deeper why, like, why are you doing this? Are you doing this for a summer, buddy? Yeah, the motivation is not going to come all the time. Are you doing this for some quick fix thing? You know, you want to look good for a wedding? You know, yeah, you're going to feel like you don't want to do it. But there's a deeper reason. You want to feel good. How does it make you feel mentally, spiritually, emotionally? That's a deeper reason. And if you want that, you go chasing that feeling, that constantly feeling, you know, 100%, that optimism, positivity, and just keeping that up, outlook on life, no matter what's happening. Like during the COVID, you know, everybody's bogged down, uh, stressed out. And just keeping the movement in. You can be how stressed and lose a job or whatever it may be. And just by moving, it's going to help you to deal with that situation a little better. You know, you're not going to get into the slums or, you know, depression. So I've I've been there. You know, I usually say I've been to hell. And I ain't going back. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what keeps me motivated. I ain't going back and down that rabbit hole.
0: Wow, I get that. Um, sounds like dark, dark places that you came from. But I'm happy that you keep that smile because we love it. We love the smile. So do you <laughs> perhaps you. have something or someone that inspires you to keep doing what you do every day?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know this is not a, a popular response, but I inspire myself. Uh, you know, it, it's like, when I say I inspire myself, I remember writing, you know how you, they ask you in these self-help class to write to your 15 year old self?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I made a promise to the eight year old girl that I'm gonna do it no matter what fear what I'm going to do it you're going to crush life you're going to make sure that your life on earth mattered and that you make it an impact you help people you do what you were set here for and that's it period um so for me I motivate me and the second thing I would say <laughs> is you know my kids my family um just you know for them to see me doing the work and having that work ethic and that discipline and habits building because I got boys and you know how boys can be hard to build things in to them so you know them seeing me helps me to stay motivated so it encourages them too so they're looking on The little eyes are looking on at me
0: so i rested on my laurels for like three months during covid with absolutely no movement the result of which i now have an overgrown fibroid Mm body aches and pains coming out of the wazoo, my liver has been messed up, and just generally feeling bad, my sleep was disrupted, you know, over the last few months, and so I visited, it forced me to visit my holistic doctor, shout out to Dr. Kouké, mm-hmm. and I have this new lease on life, so I changed my diet, thanks to you, I joined your no-meat for, is it two months we are doing?
1: Well, yeah, we
0: do it for as long as we can. So I I did that, changed diet, no meat, started drinking more water, and making sure that I get a guaranteed eight hours of sleep. Awesome. It's so coincidental that my doctor recommended movement, which I'm making a conscious effort to do every day, either walking, biking, stretching, of course, because I know that's what you would recommend. Can you talk about why movement along with these other practices are important for our bodies, especially as we get older?
1: The thing is, your body was made to move. <laughs> People think, our bodies are not made for the times that we are living in right now. We're living in the times where everything is one click away. Literally, you can tell Alexa to turn everything on. All right. You know, no, no shout out to Alexa, but you can tell Alexa to turn everything on. Back in the days, we had to walk to, to, to pull up a water. You know, we had to walk to everything. We had to walk to the garden. If you had garden growing up, everything we had to do. And our buddies, you probably wonder why our parents stay in some good shape or great grandparents, because they were moving a lot. So it movement is important period because you were made to move the from the time if you're in in the hospital say somebody in a coma and they spend say two months in a coma when they come out of that coma guess what's gonna happen they lose so much muscle mass they literally have to learn to walk again they have to learn to move again different things it's like teaching a kid again and that's scary because they weren't moving i mean because they would have some type of health thing, us in our regular life, who, we, ain't in, we are not in a coma. But guess what? We ain't moving. We sit down watching all the, the streaming TV, and we're not moving. So guess what happens to us? We're getting obese, We're getting all these different things that you know come about with that: diabetes, high blood pressure, all these different things, because we are not moving our bodies. Movement is important, period. I'm glad
0: you brought that up because this is one of the reasons that we really started this podcast was to get into all of the health things that or diseases that affect the Black community. And you just touched on a few heart, you know, heart disease, uh, diabetes, mm-hmm. obesity, and all of those things. We are very disproportionately um, positioned when it comes to those things, and it has to do a lot with our diet the lack of exercise, um, you know, because a lot of people in this country love to eat, you know, and and no disrespect to anybody, but foods from down south, rich, and it's just like Caribbean food. It's rich in the oils, rich in Mm -hmm. spices, rich in all of that stuff. That's not necessarily good for everybody, but that's how we've been um, brought up. We ate those foods. And so, you know, I think it's for us to, have some sort of a consciousness Mm -hmm. that all of these things together, a better diet movement, of course, Mm -hmm. making sure we get sleep. All of Of those things connected really give us optimal health and Mm -hmm. that's what we need to do. And I know you're not a, a health practitioner, so to speak, but when it comes to fitness, you do understand. Tell us, what's the connection between nutrition and fitness? Because I think a lot of people miss the point. (laughs) Yeah, they think if I work out, then I can eat whatever I want, or if I eat right, I don't have to move.
1: Exactly. Like, uh, trust me, a lot of people have heard them say, Well, I could eat a whole pizza because I just ran, you know, uh, 13 miles. Here's the thing nutrition and movement, nutrition and fitness, however we want to put it in the category, it goes hand in hand. If you're working out, you're moving, you're doing what you're supposed to do naturally. This is what naturally is supposed to happen. <laughs> Your body is supposed to feel for that clean food, that good food, that food that energize you. Food is fuel. All right. And when we burn, when we move and we burn calories, that's fuel. We're burning. Now, if you don't have the right fuel to burn, you burn in air. So it's like a car. When you want to drive a car, say you are driving some fancy car, what are you gonna put in it? Premium gas. Are you gonna put water in it? No, you're not. You're gonna put premium gas in that car. So this is the thing where we do it like we, you can be eating the, the Mickey D's and the this and the that no that happens place once in a while if you want to eat that type of food. I don't <laughs> uh, but if you want to and you you want to fix that craving that's you know that's on you. But a lot of the times what happens is that craving for that salt, that craving for that hamburger is your body telling you you're lacking something you are lacking some. you're craving for sh- chips and you know all these salty things iodine <laughs> you know you're, you're craving for a, a big fat double whopper or whatever protein your body not having enough protein a lot of different things and all, as you said before being intentional about getting to know your body you would understand that fitness and nutrition it goes hand in hand. You can't just, oh well, I'm cranking out workouts every day. I can eat whatever I want. No. And I know a lot of people <laughs> on the internet, I and mean, we have a lot of Instagram and in- internet trainers that do say, hey, I can eat donuts all the time. Listen, if your genetics are that you are naturally athletically built, you can eat whatever you want and you may never put weight on. And you have people thinking, oh, you could do the same. But no, what if my genetics is more of a, a stocky type of uh, genetics where if I just blow on a bread, <laughs> I put weight on, you know, <laughs> like if I just look at the bread too funny, I'm putting the weight on. That it's, would be it's, me. It's, <laughs> that, that would be me. <laughs> that, that's the thing we have to, and we have to understand genetics, uh, biochemistry, it's just so much of the science. And um. One of those trainers who really love the science of it, so that's what sets me apart if, if you probably weren't going to ask me that question, but that's what set me apart. I really like the science of it, and when you get to understand the science, nutrition fitness, and you put it two, it's like a couple marry, you marry it it just it, it just doesn't go oh over here I'm just doing this, and over here I'm just doing it. it, it marries itself.
0: You made an excellent analogy about If you are driving a premium car, you wouldn't put water in it. You'll put premium oil in it. You wouldn't even put the regular oil. You'd go in all the way to the top. And it's just the same with our bodies. And so I have this new revelation after my body started feeling balanced. Again, I have to say it's only been a month, but with the right um, supplements, I had an iron deficiency as well. So with the right supplements, um, I'm starting to feel very balanced again. And I realized that positivity and self-care are synonymous and I also incorporate things that I enjoy just to achieve both of them to keep that balance do you agree with this and do you would, would you recommend
1: yes uh, uh positivity and self-care I know self-care has become this word that you know everything is a fad but self-care is not a fad <laughs> you should be practicing self-care every day period, no matter what. And self-care in what you eat, what you're you know, drinking, how your body moves, it all goes hand in hand. Your, your, your mindset, Ooh, this is the biggest thing in fitness. If your mind is not right, guess what's going to happen? You're going to go back to old habits, the old pattern of thinking. Renewing your mind each time, literally every day, that's what it is. The question you asked me earlier about being motivated is every day I, I get up, I'm renewing my mind. I'm like, all right, Joy. I literally have a little note on my bedside saying, hey, Joy, this is Joy. Me, Joy, you're going to go out and conquer the world today. Like, I, it, it's so It might sound silly, but it helps to keep me pumped because the world is going to throw punches at you no matter what. So the thing that you can control is your self-care. The thing that you can control is what you put in your body. The thing that you can control is moving. So if I could control those, they control their punches how much they want. I'm gonna have this going and I'm gonna stay healthy. Cause guess what? If you're not positive, if you're not, I'm mean, not talking about false positivity where a situation the house is on fire and you're like, oh. There's fireworks going on. No, <laughs> you're not doing that. We're talking about that type of positivity. We're talking about just uh, gratitude, being grateful, um, just sharing a smile with somebody and not just, you know, honing down on, oh, all of this is my problems, 99 problems, and I'm walking around and the world pissed off. Nothing's going to change for you if that's the way you're walking around. Nothing's going to change. Your body, too, internalizes that and get sick so you don't want negativity it feeds off for that cancer cells uh you know high blood pressure all of these things feed off of negative thinking negative programming negative thoughts
0: it's interconnected if i put good stuff in my body and i move and i feel balanced that way it exudes the positivity but also well, i have to look at what i'm putting into my allowing into my psyche in order mm-hmm. to send the message, you know, so that it doesn't send a negative message back to my body. Yep. Totally get it. Your mission at Joy Fit Will is one movement at a time. How can people introduce fitness into their lives for the long term?
1: Oh. See? Just what the mission says. <laughs> one movement at a time. Um, I think we again. We are a human race, a society, a culture that goes with the next thing on the TV. We, we go, you know, what's in, what everybody else is doing. And one movement at a time is for you. It's just for you. One day at a time, you get up, you walk 10 miles. Sorry, not 10 miles, 10 minutes. The next day you walk 15, you keep adding to it. It's better, way better than getting up and saying, nah. I can't really run 30 minutes today. I don't have the time. Nope, you don't have 30 minutes, but maybe you have five. You could do some jumping jacks and squats. So it's about choosing. Oh my goodness, that word choice, C-H-O-I-C-E, choice, choosing each time, choosing yourself. And not in a selfish way, however, you know, maybe it might. you might think of it, but choosing yourself choosing that one movement at a time. And that's how you get the long-term benefits. And you see any 80-year-old marathon runner, 70-year-old bodybuilder, like um, I forgot her name, but I, I follow her, this black woman, 80-something years old. She started off at, I think she was 70 or 60-something when she started bodybuilding. Old lady, She didn't say, I'm too old for this. You know what I mean? Again, taught process. Uh what are you talking to yourself? What are you saying to yourself? She didn't say, I'm too old to bodybuild. No way. She's bodybuilding and she is training young people now. <laughs> you know, young people, she has her, I think she has her own gym, but she's a trainer and training young people. So one movement at a time is your choice. You do it every day for the rest of your life and you will be good. If you don't use it, you'll lose it.
0: <laughs> That's funny. What do you find are people's top concerns with things fit? People's
1: top concern is time. One of the top concerns is time. Do I have the time to do the thing that I want to do? The, their barrier, so I'll switch the question a little bit. What are people's top barrier is their mindset. That's the barrier, the mindset. Because you get the mind right, you're crossing barriers and hurdles. You're going to get it done. You're going to wake up extra early if you need to. I remember the days when I had to drop the kids to school before COVID. <laughs> I would get up early, get my workout in. By the time they wake up, I already worked out, pray, meditate, get some stuff done. My day already started before they even get off the bed. So it's just about planning putting in place some type of system or process to get there.
0: What, do you, what advice do you give in terms of that process?
1: So whew, this is a good one. So I'm currently reading the book, Atomic Habits, right? I've read it before, but I'm reading it again because my book club is reading it. I have a book club that, you know, a bunch of wonderful ladies um, are part of, and we meet every quarter. So I'm listening to it again, and he's talking about habits. And I'm saying to myself, wow, Joy, This is how you, you built this habit of, you know, just continuously exercising. And he said, when you set a goal, it's not about the goal. It's about the process. So when my clients come to me and they ask me, well, joy, I want to lose 20 pounds in 30 days. I say, okay. So after the 30 days, what's going to happen? I, I want to know what happens next. So after you work with me for three months to six months, what's going to happen next? How are you going to sustain this lifestyle? And just for instance, today I was having a consultation and I was telling the client, I said, listen, the the way I work is whatever I teach you, whatever we do, you're going to be able to do it on your own. But guess what? The power lies within you to choose that. Because I'm, I don't want to have, okay, well, you work out, you train with me, you do whatever. And then two years down the road, you, you look at, you know, you're four 400 pounds bigger than you were because you didn't choose right. And this is why I don't do any quick fix anything. I, I'm not into the quick fix business because when we do one day at a time, one food swap at a time, one unhealthy snack swap at a time, it, it plays in your mind. So guess what? We're doing a whole new retraining. It's like a child. We're retraining the mind to do new things. We're retraining the mind to do new habits. We're retraining the mind to, to, to think differently, to do different things when we wake up in the morning. And it's all about training. So that's the process. New system. Find that system and whatever works. Whether it's, if you need to go to bed at 10 a.m. every night, go to bed at 10, 10, a, um, 10 p.m. every night. If you need to wake up at 6 a.m. to get it done, wake up at 6 a.m. every day. It's going to build that train. The wheel's going to start to roll and everything's falling into place. So you must have that plan, that, that plan, process, or system, however you want to call it. It works.
0: <laughs> well, I know it works because my circadian rhythms have been so on point because I, you know, during COVID, we had nothing to do. So I was going to bed pretty early, but I would get up. My eyes would literally open at 6 a.m. every single morning. And that's been the cycle for me. And although disrupted, um, you know, because we have anxiety, we have a little bit of depression during the time, I realized that I have a specific circadian rhythm. And I think if people, you know, just as an extra piece of advice for those that are listening, if you pay attention to what that is, that, that, that your, what your particular circadian rhythm is, you would realize that you do have one. Everybody has a, a, you know, we've been doing this in our family since we were kids. We were getting up before the break of dawn and -hmm. going to bed very early. And so that cycle has really much continued during our lives, but we preempt that cycle with working late or watching television late or going to hang out late, you know, those kinds of things disrupt our natural circadian rhythm. We like to give away stuff on this podcast um mm-hmm. share some kind of piece of free advice or give a tip or something. Can you share with us what your typical daily diet consists of, and if there is someone who's listening who is trying to pull back on the food they're eating just to take that first one step to start a good habit, what would that
1: be okay when it comes when it comes to your nutrition uh it's it's easier than we make it, song. <laughs> you have to think, when you're going to put this donut in your m- mouth, or when you're going to put the, i, I just going to white donuts in my mind today, <laughs> donut, muffin, or whatever it may be, is like, is this donut going to fuel me the way I want to be fueled today, or is it filling a void of a feeling that I'm trying to get away from, because we emotionally eat all right? Uh, the statistics recently is one third of the world's population is dying from overeating. All right? We don't need it. So when you wake up at 6 a.m., you do not need a donut at 6 in the morning, <laughs> right? You do not need a donut. You could drink a hot cup of whatever tea you like with all the sugar and milk. Or maybe you like the sugar. So instead of putting two spoons of sugar, put one spoon of sugar. Just these little tweaks, you're gonna get your body used to hey oh we we get accustomed to this taste we got accustomed to the one spoon of sugar instead of two oh we got accustomed to no creamer and all the the, the fancy things they put in tea and you get accustomed to not putting that in your tea the thing is I grew up drinking hot chocolate milk soaked down with sugar for some reason I always used to you know puke after I drink it that was the milk I didn't realize I had a, a milk thing and later now i can drink that i don't i'm not a hot chocolate fan i drink green tea no sugar no milk no nothing not even honey and i like it plain but guess what i wasn't always like that yeah i drank green tea plain i was like oh what is this but it's about doing it every day you take one small step you wake up in the morning you say you know what usually for breakfast i have a muffin and something when i'm on work you know what today let me grab the banana and apple from the the work you know the work breakfast station let me grab that instead you ever realize when you go to any of these events or anything like that the bananas and the apples are always there <laughs> they, they they leave them back and then all the muffins are done <laughs> done done there's no muffin no bagels but the bananas and the apples yeah they leave it because you know it's just habits habits and it's just building another habit so guess what when you build that habit you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be the person taking the banana and apple instead of the muffin, you know. You know, you can make healthy muffins too, so you know.
0: But well, you'll have to share that recipe with us at another time. So what do you, what do you eat every day? What's your daily diet consist of?
1: I eat so I meal prep. I meal prep for most weeks. Most weeks I'm meal prepping on a Sunday or a Monday, because Monday is my admin day i call it but i i you know i try to meal prep on the sunday so sunday or monday i'll meal prep and i'll make things like a a zucchini squash noodles yeah they call it zoodles i love that i fell in love with that And, and carrot noodles i'll do quinoa quinoa is one of my favorite foods because it has all eight or nine amino acids in it it's one of the foods that has all complete 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 protein so that's one of the foods i really like and you can make i know that anything. for
0: sure because every time we have a family all i
1: make is quinoa.
0: is gonna bring some quinoa well
1: you know i i and the thing is i boil some just one cup you know one cup i boil literally i boil this weekend one cup and i didn't make anything from it i boil it in some turmeric and during the week i'm gonna make up a salad with it so that the, the quinoa gives me that heartiness i'm not a you know, grass eater. I don't like salads like that with just a bunch of grass grass. I like my salads really hearty. So those that would be my meal. Now, because I came from the Caribbean, breakfast and lunch is our main thing. Dinner is not really a big deal. So dinner would be some yogurt and uh, maybe a few strawberries. Or if I have almonds or mixed nuts, I buy the no salt ones. I'll, you know, yogurt with those mixed nuts. Or I'll have Funny enough, I'll have cereal. So, um, what's this one name, Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran, you know, it kind of has that fiber in it. I'm not a big, big fan of cereal, but if there's cereal in the house, I'll have that uh, for 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 dinner, a little portion of it. And um, that's it. Like, it, just literally three meals. And if I do feel hungry, good old H2O water. <laughs> Good old H2O, and if I do, like, you know what, Joy, you need a snack, I pop my own popcorn in the pot, old school style, and I'll put my own salt. That way I control the salt or whatever goes in there. Um, that's my snack. Hummus is another snack I like. Hummus and um, uh, they call it the wheat wheat crackers. Wasa crisps. Wasa crisps. It's like a Jewish cracker. It has no salt, no nothing. It's, it's very unleavened type. And it's very healthy, full of fiber. So those are some of my, yeah, it sounds nasty, but.
0: (laughs) I am not a fan of wasa. I've had it before. I'm just generally not a fan. So I just opt for no bread at all. (laughs) Or I buy, um, I purchase gluten-free flour from Mm Joe's, And I make like a loaf and I keep that. And it lasts me the week if I'm feeling to have bread that particular week. But we could we could go. On. We will have to have you back on here just to talk about the food part because that's like a whole huge part. I think people don't really know, you know, what what are the choices they have when it comes to food. You don't have to be rich to eat healthy.
1: Yes, It's yes. is
0: an excellent option for finding low cost healthy food. They have a lot of snacks, but you can choose. You can choose the healthy options when you go there. Yeah and your bill is not going to be exorbitant as compared yeah. to whole foods as yeah. to-
1: definitely i'm going to actually i'm <laughs> i had this idea to do a uh, uh, you know facebook live it's free facebook lives maybe every sunday while i'm meal prepping because you know i have my friends who tell you you need to show people these foods you make it's all healthy and it's caribbean flavored <laughs> so I'm, I'm you know i mean everything is time and energy you know so i'm I'm going to start at least with maybe a 30 minute Facebook live coming soon uh, on Sundays while I meal prep and see how literally in one hour I can meal prep so many meals, but it's, it's, it's from, you know, doing it every week. That's how I could do it in one hour and done.
0: That that would be excellent. I think you would really get a lot of attention with that because people, you know, we just assume that people don't know what to do. Um, And there are a lot of people out there who really don't know what to do. Uh, Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) They're really not informed. And so, you know, it's our duty if we know better to help, you know, help inform them and keep them up to date. So what can we look forward to from JoyFit World? What's coming up?
1: Well, besides the Facebook Live, um, I have a Mindset Reset course that I'm working on. And it's, you know, to be launched in the fall reason why I say mindset reset, a lot of times we focus on the fitness and nutrition and people don't get results. And the, the, the number one, numero uno, whatever language you want to put it in, the number one thing is mindset. So I, I, and that's how I work with my clients. I always have them how they feel. I have them write how they feel. I literally have them literally verbalize how I felt after this work on how I felt before it. And it, it's just, one of my, um, Things I used to do with the X Life program that also runs in it the fall. It's the mindset reset chats every day where I had you doing something. So, this course is going to be really mind blowing, um, but it's going to help you to get your mind right in order to get to your goals, even if you're working by yourself or working with a trainer. So, um, I'm, you know, so okay. far it's mindset reset. I don't know if I'm going to change the name.
0: Okay, we're looking forward to that. And finally, is there a piece of advice you'd like to share with our audience, especially the women listening to this interview?
1: Mm, Women out there listening. One piece of advice I would say is that no matter what you do, all right, no matter how you do it, do not, and I repeat, do not give up on yourself. And I say that because we get into the mommy modes, the wife modes, or we get into different types of things, whether it's career, we get into all different things and we tend to forget ourselves. You know, we forget ourselves and who we are and, you know, we, we start going down that that road of not keeping ourselves healthy. So do not, period. Trust me. The house is going to stay afloat even if you didn't do the laundry. The house is going to stay afloat if the dishes didn't get washed, you know, and that's where you kind of pull back and take your time back. According to auntie uh, Maxine, you know, take my time back. (laughs) That's how you take your time back by not doing the things that you don't need to do, but you do it because it's of habit and force. So, yeah.
0: Where can we find joy or joy fit world to follow?
1: Everywhere on social media, I have www.joyfitworld.com and everywhere on social media at joyfitworld. Follow me everywhere, especially on YouTube. I have free work. Of course, I post every week. I haven't been so consistent recently, but yeah.
0: (laughs) That's okay, Joy. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. We enjoyed having you. We want to get into some more nutrition. We want to get into some more movement. So hopefully we'll be able to set up one of those lives where you can come on and just give us some quick virtual tips. Guys, go check out Joy. She does virtual training, one-on-one group. She has a hot boot camp that's going on right now for the summer. And uh, like she said, she's everywhere on social media. So go follow her Um, and you'll notice her by that smile. (laughs) Thank you Uh, so much.
1: Thank you, Mel, for
0: having me. I'm Melanie Painter and I thank you for listening. For more about All About the Sisters, please go to www.allaboutthesisters.com or check us out wherever you listen to your podcasts. Want to know more about our guests? Check the description of this episode down below.